What's up guys and welcome to another One Dream Fishing Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Brandon Polnick and Gerald Swindle returning to the Elite Series and then we'll be talking about kind of how we're catching fish right now and a little bit of that winter transition. I know down here in Texas we're kind of just starting it and I know just about the rest of the country y'all are in the middle of it. So this is the uh, winter techniques will probably only be for Texas, but we can jump right into the Bassmaster Elite Series. So Gerald Swindle and Brandon Polnick are returning to the Elite Series for the 2020 season. They are not going back to the Bass Pro Tour for the 2020 season. They're able to go back into the Elites via the uh, Legends criteria, which basically means if you win an AOI or a Bassmaster Classic, you get to go straight back into the leads at any point. So you don't have to qualify through the Opens, which is actually a really cool deal for all the, the legends of the sport. So Yeah, so basically they just felt like Major League Fishing was not the fit for them. Both of them had fished bass their entire career. Uh, Swindle started in 2004, and Paul Nick started in 2010 when he won the Bass Nat Bass National Championship on the Red River. So it just felt like when they prepared their whole life for a five-fish limit and all of a sudden changing for as many fish over a pound as you can, they just they didn't feel like they were prepared for, not prepared, but didn't feel right to them fishing that way. Yeah, that's kind of what I took for it, from it. Uh, a lot, now that all the hype is gone uh, kind of away from MLF, I mean, there's still some there, but it it's pretty much faded away for the most part. It's It's kind of like... Uh, you're kind of seeing what anglers are comfortable with. They're kind of going with what they can do best and what they think is going to make them successful. And so I think we're going to see a lot more switches uh, in the next couple of years and just kind of seeing uh, basically how anglers are fitting and what they choose uh, to make them more successful. I definitely think the 2021 season will probably see a lot of the old elite guys possibly coming back. Uh, just like Gerald Twindle said, it's my home. It's all I know. I think a lot of the elite guys, well, now the Bass Pro, Bass Pro Tour guys think the same thing. Like when you grow up fishing a certain format and then you change all of a sudden, I think it definitely like takes a toll on you on how you fish and everything. I think we'll definitely see a lot returning home in that sense. Yeah, it'll also be interesting seeing how like people like Brian Thrip adapting to Major League Fishing when he's been known as one of the best anglers. Yeah. in the world and he's never fished that format so it'll be interesting to see how he does too so for the 2020 season from flw we're seeing even more change-ups there uh brian thrift and david dudley are making an entrance into the 2020 bass pro tour that'll definitely be interesting brian thrift one of the best in the world he's gonna be a scary scary force coming into the mlf dudley too because he's won the most money on flw yeah Wow. Those are those are some scary guys coming in there. Yeah, another interesting thing is going to be the Bassmaster Opens this year because you got anglers like Scott Martin and Andrew Upshaw. They're going to be fishing to try to qualify for the Bassmasters. Um, so that's going to be really cool to see how those tournaments play out and you know who who's going to qualify yeah. in this next coming season. So yeah, it's definitely an interesting time right now. There's a lot of a lot of switching up. You really don't know exactly what league to follow you're kind of having a lot of a lot of hammers going a lot of different places so it's definitely going to be interesting kind of seeing where it all falls into place so my opinion on the major league fishing deal i see a lot of these guys uh 
not talking, you're hearing all these things, all these big changes, and not really hearing what's going on completely. And it's starting to look like FLW when it first started. You had these big sponsors, a lot of money involved. But if you looked at the history of FLW, they just went down. You know, they went bankrupt, and that's how Major League Fishing bought them. And you're starting to see these people not really enjoying the sport because they're getting forced to wear a brand again, especially with the MLF FLW program. It's going back to the old FLW ways where you have to run their boats, their sponsors, and you can't pr promote yourself, which is kind of something that we thought the sport has grown upon and not forced you to do, but all of a sudden we're going backwards again, which I think is a very bad sign, which I think it will be changed sooner or later, but it's not the nicest thing to see right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I definitely think all the changes is a good thing for the sport. I definitely think it needed it. We've been kind of stagnant for like the last 15 years. But I think this is going to force the leagues to kind of who's going to be the best for the angler. And I think that's really going to show. Uh, I think MLF is pretty smart with the format just because it is a little bit faster paced and it's a little bit easier to watch. But all of us do love the Bassmaster Elite Series and that five fish limit. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of the change-ups coming. All right, so basically with all these people moving uh, to different tournament uh, series and leagues, uh, it's kind of opening a lot of spots for uh, college anglers like us. So it's kind of exciting time for us. It's probably like the best time if you're really going to try to make it into the in industry. It's, I mean, you got the best shot right now. There's openings everywhere. There's a whole new series that's taking anglers out from FLW and uh, Bassmaster. So uh, it's giving room for upcoming anglers uh, to try to make it big. And so that's really exciting for us because, you know, that's our one dream basically. So uh, it's really cool to see that. And we're all excited for the future uh, that that could hold for us. Especially when you see the Costas and the, uh, the BFLs going down in prices, making it more affordable. Even though it's still expensive, but it's something to start out with yeah. when we get out of college. We're not have that. We're not going to have that much money when we get out of here. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, it's definitely nice to see all these new avenues opening. It's broadening the sport. I think it's very, very uh, beneficial for the sport, just with all the different ways it's going right now. I mean, the industry is growing at an incredible rate, and it's just we couldn't be in a better spot right now. And if you're trying to make it to college fishing now's the time to do it i mean there is so much stuff so many sponsors so many new companies coming in it's it's a great time right now all right so now i think we're done with this uh part of the podcast we're going to move into the next topic which is uh this time of year fishing basically what we're doing here in texas uh, at least for us here uh the the weather's been pretty weird it's like a week here it is what 30 degrees yeah, and then 30. next week it's like 60 right now it's probably what 55 mm. outside so it's it's always changing here in texas it's kind of it's wild the fish are just about everywhere you could go yeah. in the back of a creek catch them the water's what 56 57 degrees and so the fish are just everywhere it's a kind of a hard time to figure out fish honestly because the bait's everywhere as well it's everything's literally spread out yeah, all over the lake so you really don't know uh, exactly what to do it's just going to be about how you're gonna scramble enough to find five fish. And so, uh, personally, like I went to my lake house last week, it's on Lake Limestone, kind of central Texas area. And uh, the lake is known to fish shallow. 
so I just knew to fish shallow and kind of uh, knowing that growing up on the lake I kind of knew that shad are a big thing there and so I just stuck with a uh, Spro rock crawler and then just threw that on rock in about eight foot of water and I just patterned that throughout the lake and I think I had my five I didn't catch very many fish but each fish I caught was over three pounds so I just knew that that was how I was going to get the better quality it was just the fish are so spread out that I'm just going to have to just cover a lot en enough water until I run into enough fish so um, yeah that's basically what I've been doing at least so. yeah uh, earlier in the week me and Mark went out on Joe Pool. And it's just a lot of just scanning, seeing bait everywhere, seeing a lot of these big kind of scattered out schools that really you, we could not figure out how to get bit in. It was really difficult. They weren't really in the brush piles. They were just scattered. And we ended up having to go shallow. We saw them schooling like in two feet of water. So it's just kind of a crazy time seeing how that bait is literally just about everywhere. And it's kind of more of just committing to something and at the same time being flexible enough to go bounce shallow, go bounce deep. But it's just a interesting time to be out on the water right now. Yeah, and as the water continues to cool down more in the next couple of weeks, maybe even a month, uh, they'll be the, the fish will start being easier to target because the bait will be more grouped up. So it, it'll be more of a winter time pattern. So these, these next few weeks are going to be a little rough fishing. So it's, it's going to be pretty tough to figure them out. Yeah, a big, a big thing at least for me when I'm practicing fishing this time of year, uh, that I like to implement when I go out on the lake is uh, what I call it front, middle, back. This yeah. kind of thing Mark and I did throughout high school is uh, when you don't really know exactly where the fish are in these transition times, you uh, you go front of the pocket. You choose like the biggest creek and on the lake. You go in that creek and you choose you fish the front. Like you pick like three or four spots that side on the in the mouth of that cove. And you see if you catch any fish, you remember how many bites you get in there, then you move in, you go in the middle, you fish little uh, secondary points, anything like that, you see if there's any fish on those, you remember how many fish you catch on that, and then you go back and then you see what's in the back. And so basically once you do that, you do it maybe in two or three creeks in that lake, you have a, you start getting a good idea of what's going on in the water. So um, this time of year, it just seems like they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of like, picking a spot, get, uh, getting used to what you're fishing, so. Yeah, it's definitely a very challenging and changing time, but if you're trying to learn and get ready for college fishing, this is a great time just because there's so much out there and so much you can find and different techniques to follow. So I know I've been fishing a lot around here, but I know I'll be home about a week. So for you northern guys, I know that water's getting to the 40s and even the 30s and starting to freeze up this time of year what i look to do is find deep water deepest not some of the deepest water you can find 20 to 30 foot especially and start throwing a blade bait around this is a great time of year to just catch numbers and catch a whole bunch of different species on blade bait as well as when that water gets to that 30s i really love to start picking up a hair jig a ned rig and especially a swim bait and just crawling it i know you guys don't have uh, the luxury of living in texas where the warmer waters <laughs> are so I know how it feels, and I'm finally getting to experience it, but I know how it feels up there. All right, guys, well, I think that's about it for the video. I hope y'all like listening to our take on what's going on in the fishing industry right now, and then a little tips for y'all and what's going on with this fishing around us and up north and all over the country. So if y'all like these videos or podcasts, uh, give us a like and subscribe, and also go check us out on Apple Podcast. Uh, we're One Dream Fishing, so...
Go check it out. But as always, thanks for watching. God bless. We'll see you on the next episode. <laughs> what?